With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Our top story for tonight, Saquon Barkley not expected to return to the New York football giants in 2024 saquon barkley was franchise tagged last year and there was some commotion about how he was going to react being franchise tagged and ultimately it was not the best of seasons for saquon partly because of how the offense faltered but also because he lost a step a little bit 3.9 yards per carry is not going to get it done for the former second overall pick and with the giants kind of limbo state and not willing to take on another contract for saquon they are going to be looking elsewhere for a running back all of this and more news right after this Saquon Barkley was being drafted in the second round of fantasy drafts last year. And, you know, for what you were drafting him for, maybe in the third round, there he, got, he paid off 10 total touchdowns, 41 receptions, 960 rushing yards. He played 14 games in the season, running back nine in fantasy points per game. This was fine. It was low-end RB1 on a bad offense. You were going to put him in your lineup no matter what. There weren't really games where he lost it for you. But as we look through his game logs, running back 3, 16, 9, 13, 14, 1, 4, 45, 9, 36, 7, 45, 31, you could see that there was a pretty strong floor for Saquon Barkley is probably going to finish in the top 18 or 15 running backs every week, no matter how badly the offense struggled. And remember the giants had Daniel Jones, they had Terod Taylor and they had Tommy DeVito starting for most of the season. So Saquon was leaned on very heavily here in 2023 and especially in terms of usage, he was second among all running backs in opportunity share, ninth in weighted opportunities, and eighth in carries. He also was fifth among all running backs in target share. And so that's something that Saquon has brought to the table every single year is the ability to catch the ball out of the backfield. And so wherever he's going to go in 2024, it's going to be very valuable. And I think that he can't be at a worse place situation than he was with the New York football giants. Daniel Jones was a rushing quarterback for part of the season. He tore his ACL though. And Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas city, go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Saquon 
also had been coming off of these injuries. Remember, he tore his ACL a couple years ago. He had a high ankle sprain for a while. Like these have been injuries that have significantly impacted him throughout his season. He had a hyperextended elbow and a sprained ankle and ankle soreness and elbow soreness all just in this season. So he's been banged up and now we have Saquon Barkley entering into year number seven where he can still handle volume, but the efficiency metrics have dropped significantly. As I mentioned at the top of the hour, 3.9 yards per carry is not going to get it done. 3.7 true yards per carry is was 51st last year among running backs. And yes, it offensive line and offenses and teams just stack in the box, but that's not necessarily true, right? His stacked front carry rate was 26th among running backs, and he had the 44th most defenders in the box. So even if the argument was they're stacking the box against Barkley, that's not what the data is indicating. That, in fact, they were like, we're going to allow Saquon to beat us, and he, he did sometimes. Saquon finished eighth among all running backs in breakaway runs, and 15th and breakaway run rate, that has been the hallmark of his career, though, is being able to make a big play. If you give him 20 rushes, he's going to get two or three of them that go for 20 yards, right? That's just how it's going to work. And the other ones are going to be one or two or three yards. It's really not going to be that great. But we've seen the boom bustiness of Saquon. And I think that finding another situation is going to be not only what's good for the Giants insofar as they're not going to hamstring themselves into a, a long-term second contract with Saquon, but it's also going to be a fresh start for Saquon Barkley somewhere else. And we can even think the best case scenario, best case scenario, I think would be if the Chargers move on from Austin Eckler and then bring in a Saquon Barkley who can handle volume and Jim Harbaugh is going to give him volume. And the Chargers are probably also going to draft a running back, too. That's just the hallmark of Jim Harbaugh in all four of his years in San Francisco. He drafted a running back in the second, third, or fourth round in just about every single draft. So looking at historically what has happened with that team, Barkley may sign a one-year deal somewhere. This is year seven for him. Barkley, when the season begins, will almost be 28 years old. And while he's not like dust, it is starting to be age cliff type. That probably a couple more good years of running back two status for Saquon Barkley. But being a second round pick in fantasy drafts is not something that's going to really pay off outside of massive touchdown scoring. And he has gotten double digit touchdowns each of the last couple of years. And so teams have trusted him. Offenses have the New York Giants have trusted him close to the goal line. And he's built for it, six foot two thirty-three. But Saquon, he's not himself. And I don't know if he will ever be himself. Andy plays the running back position where we see players get hurt all the time. And he's dealt with injuries in the past. He's fallen victim to the position he plays. So that's how I'm how I'm viewing Saquon Barkley right now is his ceiling is as a second round ADP type of player. I don't see him 
landing somewhere to get him into the first round, even if he goes to the Chargers, right? It's going to be hard for me or for other fantasy analysts and drafters to take him above the likes of a Kyron Williams. That might be the ceiling that that one, two turn, like if we're really, really pushing it, but uh, we're not going to go there. I am firmly in the camp of Saquon Barkley, probably a second round pick due to volume. And we want to see where he lands before we take a firmer stance on Saquon. On the flip side, the Giants will be looking for a running back. And I think a really easy and convenient and cheap option is going to be Zach Moss. Moss, who performed admirably for the Indianapolis Colts, I think played well enough to earn a starting role. And even if it's not on a great team, you can imagine Zach Moss signing a one-year deal for volume. If a team is willing to give 80% of running back touches to a running back, that's got to be appealing, right? Especially for a player like Zach Moss, who had been bouncing around. He went to Buffalo and then was went to Indy and was unceremoniously let go in Buffalo. But nevertheless, reinvigorated his career while Jonathan Taylor was out. And now, now there's going to be an opening with the Giants. So I think that if the Giants are looking for a cheap option, which with Daniel Jones on a $40 million contract for 2024, I think that's the move, is they're going to have to be a little frugal on the running back side. And Zach Moss has been productive. So if Daniel Jones is back, Zach Moss is back, I think this is a very interesting situation for those cheap running backs that are looking for a good landing spot for volume. I wouldn't say that you're going to get top 15 running back from Zach Moss, but could you get a top 24 season from volume? I think so. I think that would be an interesting landing spot. So Zach Moss to the Giants calling it now February 14th. All right, we're going to dive into a few other news items. But before we do, a word from Matt Kelly about the Dynasty Dominator app. Now, I know many of you are looking for a secret weapon for your Dynasty League, and I have it. It's called the Dynasty Dominator app. You go to the App Store, go to Google Play. It's right there. It's $5 to download, and then every year it's $5 to load the next incoming class of rookies. You can add Superflex, add tight end premium. It's incredible. Because it allows you to look up players, it allows you to vote on whether a player is a buy, hold, or sell, and then see the market sentiment on that player. And you can compare their lifetime value rating from Player Profiler to their Dynasty ADP at the FFPC, all in the price lookup tool. And beyond that, we have a trade analyzer, so you'll never lose another Dynasty trade again. And in our settings, you can set, this is a win-now team, this is a rebuilding team, and then we let you compare players. Look at their metrics side by side. Prospect metrics, NFL metrics. It's all there. It's five bucks in the app store. There's some add-ons for Superflex and to buy the upcoming rookie class. Every year, you're going to spend $5 on this thing. And it's going to be well worth it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
That's right. It's going to be well worth your time and your money to invest in the Dynasty Dominator app. Five bucks to download and five bucks to just reload every year. It's a great app. I use it all the time to just make sure that I'm not completely off my Dynasty values. It's also a great way to calibrate yourself and just take a look at, okay, as I'm making a trade, going into this trade, how far off was I in the in the trade calculator sense, in the Dynasty Dominator sense? And so it's very, very helpful. So check that out, especially now that we're into Dynasty season, you're thinking about making moves to prepare for the NFL draft and the rookie drafts, all of those things. And the rookie draft and NFL draft, we got you covered right here on the Player Profiler Network. And my name is Bradley Stalder. Of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Djibouti Puns. We're going to continue on with the news. Uh, another piece of interesting news is that Jim Harbaugh recently came out, just within the last day or so, and expressed interest in having Austin Eckler return. I mentioned at the top of the hour that Saquon Barkley is expected to leave the New York Giants. And there had been some touching last year, though, with Austin Eckler and the Chargers. Remember, Eckler wanted a raise, and the Chargers said, no, we don't want to give you a raise. And Eckler essentially said, I'll hold out. And then the Chargers said, fine, we'll give you like, I don't know, an extra million dollars or something like that. Whatever. Eckler burned bridges trying to ask for more money and an extension. And instead, they just gave him a million dollars and said, we'll be done with you. You can imagine that that was not good negotiation. But now there's a new GM and a new head coach in town. Who knows about Austin Eckler? And Jim Harbaugh went on the record saying he would, quote, love to have, end quote, Austin Eckler. So entering this period, the Chargers are a prime landing spot for if a free agent drops in or if it is Austin Eckler returning. Harbaugh has ranked near the top of every season that he's been the head coach in terms of rush plays per game and rushing volume for his running backs. So not only that, but it's also offensive coordinator Greg Roman who has a history of running the ball too. And so all of these priorities to run the ball indicate a good amount of volume. So whoever the new Chargers running backs are going to be, because they're not going to be Jarrett Patterson, it's not going to be Elijah Dotson, it's not going to be Isaiah Spiller, failed fourth-round pick Isaiah Spiller. It's not going to be Joshua Kelly. Sorry, I don't think Joshua Kelly is going to amount to much. So all four of those running backs, they're not going to be the options that you want until we get clarity. I would think that the Chargers will go out and sign a running back, whether that's bringing back Austin Eckler or they will sign a free agent, and they will draft a running back. Jim Harbaugh, as I mentioned earlier, has drafted a running back in the second, third, or fourth round in all four seasons that he was the head coach at San Francisco. So we're looking at this the situation as a prime landing spot for free agency and for there's going to be hype around these running backs coming to the chargers. Now this is the fuller quote from Harbaugh. He said, we're going to have a huge emphasis on the run game and that Austin Eckler is quote, a tremendous back and we'd love to have him on the team next year. Look, Jim Harbaugh is Mr. Coach speak. We know who he is, but we also know that the Chargers do have needs, and if they can keep the incumbent leader in the household, like right here, and staying with us, 
then that's probably going to be a nice little transition if they can sign him for one more year. The other dimension that I want to bring up for this Austin Eckler situation is that Eckler did not look good in 2023. Like he looked straight up bad near the end of the season. Now, some may attribute that to injury. It may be that he's just gotten older, fallen off the cliff, proverbial cliff. But there were games last year for Austin Eckler where he finished top five, top seven, top 10 in weekly running back fantasy scoring. So he still does have some juice throughout the season, but he limped to the finish. And you have to wonder, is this injury or is this just time catching up with Austin Eckler? So there's opportunity in LA. If Eckler signs back, I think he's probably a third round pick, fourth round pick in your fantasy drafts. The uncertainty is what's driving down his ADP into the 60s and even in the 70s right now. But I think when we get clarity, ADP is going to drive right on up. I don't see a scenario where Austin Eckler and his ADP falls outside of injury or signing with a team that has already a lead back. So that's how I'm approaching this Austin Eckler. I think he's most likely a buy at this ADP right now, February 14th, uh, February 15th, if you're listening and watching live. So that's how I'm approaching Austin Eckler. I know he hurt some of our hearts and hurt our wallets and our fantasy in the fantasy streets in 2023. But I think that wherever he lands, it, uh, it's probably going to be a positive thing for his draft position. I think that what's driving it down is just lack of clarity. Another player we need to talk about with an uncertain future is Kadarius Tony. Yes, Tony wasn't inactive. He was totally inactive for the Super Bowl. He was probably just kicking up, watching, watching the Super Bowl from a suite or from a hotel room or whatever it was. He didn't play any snaps after week 15 and went public prior to the AFC Championship claiming he was no longer injured. He was deemed a healthy scratch for the Super Bowl. So that injury designation, whoop, pulled completely to the side. Yeah, this dude, former first-round pick, just did not have the head on his shoulders to... to push into that wide receiver room and establish himself as the alpha during interviews before the Super Bowl, He was asked, are you a wide receiver one? And he said, well, they give me the ball. That's the wrong answer. If you are dependent on someone else getting you the ball, that's the obstacle. That's not what the great players say. That is not what the true alphas say. The true alphas say, I'm going to get the ball. I'm going to get the ball. I'm, I'm going to be open. I deserve the ball. I'm going to force my way to get the ball. They're going to manufacture touches for me. I deserve it. I'm here. Not, well, if they get me the ball, blah, 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 blah. No, it's a weak sauce answer, Gadarius Tony. I'm talking to you. If you want to be an alpha, you need to elevate your interview game. So, Kadarius Tony probably on his way out. And now a first round pick and a third round pick have been wasted on a Kadarius Tony type player who's more of a gadgety. Calvin Austin type than an actual wide receiver. Like he's got speed to burn, put him as a punt returner, put him as a kick returner. That's fine. But the Chiefs will be uh, most likely to either trade or cut Kadarius Tony. Who are they going to trade him for? The, he's probably going to be a cut candidate. 
he does have first round draft capital to his name, which means that someone in the league saw something and the giants were the ones who saw things in him way back uh, a few years ago. The reality is series. Tony is, is a high risk investment without much upside for many years. We thought, Oh, Kadarius Tony has the athletic profile to be a, a, an upside swing player. And we did see like, just a few glimpses of that throughout his career. But no, Kadarius Tony is a player that you need to be out on. Don't be drafting him in your fantasy drafts if you want to take anything seriously. His landing spot could be anything. Imagine him on the Carolina Panthers. Just disastrous. Like LaVisca Chenault 2.0, 3.0, whatever it is. No, we don't want Kadarius Tony for fantasy. To close out the night, I'm going to talk about two quarterbacks that are expected to shift teams. Uh, the first is Mac Jones, and the reports out of New England are that the New England Patriots are expected to trade Mac Jones this offseason. That's no surprise, right? But the the question was, who's going to be the backup for this new quarterback that's probably going to be drafted at three? And while there's been some chatter about the Patriots being into a free agent quarterback, maybe to bring in some competition, the time for Mac Jones is done. Bailey Zappi is probably going to be the backup. So the former 15th overall pick has failed to live up at expectations. He won a lot at Alabama, of course, in his rookie season, 2022 through for 22 touchdowns, 13 picks. And then, but he's been benched multiple times for Bailey Zappi. And while he is still under his rookie contract, it's just, it's the 15th overall pick. He doesn't have top three draft capital to his name to suggest, oh, this is going to be serious sponsorship or that there were, there were 14 teams who passed on Mac Jones back in the first round when he was drafted. So there, there's probably half of the league is already completely out on Mac Jones. And then the other half is like, maybe we'll take a shot for some quarterback competition. That's a possibility. We can look at Mac Jones being sure. Maybe, maybe he just needs a change of scenery, just like Baker Mayfield. Maybe he needs something like that where the weapons were just so atrocious and terrible. And the Bill Belichick was not playing his best games and not coaching to his best near the end and not GMing to the best near, his end, near the end. So all those things were like a bad storm for Mac Jones. I still think he's talented enough to land as a, a strong backup. He'll probably, Mac Jones is probably going to be, the next Gardner Minshew, Jacoby Brissett, those types of quarterbacks. This is a guy who probably should be, we, we keep talking about the Chargers, but the Chargers, their season went kaput because they didn't have a backup quarterback. Same thing with the Jets. I think Mac Jones would be great on the Jets as a competent backup quarterback or backup to Herbert, backup to Rodgers, whoever it is would really love to have a quarterback like Mac Jones as their number two. He profiles as that type of quarterback. He's not going to let you down. He's not going to make a ton of forced errors, and he's comfortable in the pocket, and he can push the ball down the field. So Mac Jones is a player that I think is going to be highly sought in a backup role moving forward, given his experience in the NFL. 
He has played at a pretty high level and he's looking for a fresh start and doesn't need the pressure to be the starter right off the bat. I think he's going to fit pretty well as a number two quarterback on a competitive team as an insurance policy. The final piece of news that I want to share with you tonight is about Ryan Tannehill, who is expected to be a free agent in 2024. He was benched a healthy scratch in favor of rookie Will Levis in Tennessee in 2023. And look, he has Tannehill has struggled to stay healthy, but there is a little bit more optimism about some rumors coming out of Pittsburgh and that the Pittsburgh Steelers are targeting Ryan Tannehill. And this is especially interesting in light of the fact that the Steelers have hired offensive coordinator Arthur Smith, who worked with Ryan Tannehill back during his time with the Tennessee Titans. The other context that we want to bring is that Mitchell Trubisky has been cut. Mason Rudolph is a free agent. Kenny Pickett was a healthy bench this past year. Mike Tomlin, coach of the Steelers, came out and said there will be competition at the quarterback position. And real, real talk, Ryan Tannehill is better than Kenny Pickett by far. The offense will operate better with Ryan Tannehill by far in Pittsburgh over any of those other possible quarterback people. And so we've looked at Ryan Tannehill being like a top 13, top 14 fantasy quarterback when he was in Tennessee before the injuries and everything. Look, I don't think he'll reclaim that, but if you're desperate for a quarterback three in your fantasy drafts, like your 20 round drafts, something like that, you want a starting quarterback. That's probably one of the better ones. That's who we should be targeting is Ryan Tannehill. He's got George Pickens, Deontay Johnson, Najee Harris, Jalen Warren, Pat Fryermuth. Uh, there's talent for the Steelers. And so the question is, will the coaches be able to squeeze the most out of those playmakers, given Arthur Smith is the offensive coordinator, Mike Tomlin is the head coach, and the possibility of a veteran quarterback like Ryan Tannehill, leading the Steelers to victory. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. My name is Bradley Saul. You can follow me on Twitter, at Puns. It's an unserious Twitter handle, but very serious news, very serious fantasy analysis. Check out all the things that are happening here on Player Profiler News, and also check out all the other guys that are recording here on Player Profiler News. We do this every Sunday. Uh, every day at 7 p.m. There's also check there's also a news feed go to playerprofiler.com slash news and you'll be able to see all the news items in our news feed for each of the players. You can also go to any of the players profiles and click on news and media and you'll be able to see the news and media is there to watch or read. We've got some videos, we've got some articles and it's been crushing the news desk is great. So until next time, everyone, good luck in the fancy streets. Hey, I want to take a moment to thank you for tuning in. It's important to me that all of our media be free. This is only possible because of you, 
allowing a true independent sports media enterprise to thrive unlike any other in the business. So please subscribe to the All In Package to continue to make all this possible to ensure that all of our stats, information, data, content is available to you, especially you, the people that get the site and get the show.